0: Greetings. This is Carl. In one of my recent sketch guy columns at the New York Times, I wrote six steps that help me do scary things. I'm a big fan of doing scary things. And uh, I I sat down one day and tried to figure out like, what are the six steps that I try to go through? It's not a pure formula. It's just things that I tend to do. And, And number three was that it was this, those objections are excuses not reasons. Now I need to back up the week before I had people go through an exercise where they took out a piece of paper and on the left-hand side of the piece of paper, you drew a box. You may want to try this, draw a box on the left-hand side of the piece of paper, I, You can hit pause while you do it. In that box, write the things that you want, it, write the thing, like think of one thing that you really want to do. You already know what it is. So this isn't an exercise about trying to come up with an idea. This is something you already know you want to do. And let's say you really want to do it. You write that in the box. The box could also be labeled thing I really want to do. And then over on the right hand side with a gap between the two, you want to write like what you're actually doing, right? So there's a actually doing it would be the better way to title that box. So you've got the thing that you really want to do. And you've got another box that's actually doing it. And there's a gap between the two, right? You're not doing it. And there's all sorts of reasons that come up. You know, we could list them. I mean, and I heard, I asked people to list those reasons. And I even asked them to email me and you get all sorts of reasons. And I I come up with reasons and of why I'm not doing something that's really important to me. And I asked people just, just for a minute to label all of those roadblocks, to label them as excuses instead of roadblocks. Now that sort of brings us to step number three. Those objections are excuses, not roadblocks. Now, There's a really important thing I want you to understand. Just gently do this. Just for a minute, I'm asking you to change the name of those reasons, those roadblocks. And we're going to call them excuses for a minute. Just for a minute. Now, listen, I want to emphasize something. I don't know you. I don't know your situation. Maybe those roadblocks are absolutely legitimate. I don't know. So listen, don't get offended or or fired up about this. It's a mental exercise. So may I humbly suggest just for this exercise, assume that no matter how real they seem to you, they are just excuses. That was what step number three was. Step number three in doing things that scare you is to label an objection, an excuse instead of a reason. Now, let me walk you through why I think this is so powerful. If you can just humbly and gently do that, right? Just for a minute. It has the effect of clearing the decks. You're putting yourself in a different mental state where instead of focusing, focusing, focusing on the reason, legitimate as it may be, you're going to set that aside for a second. And I have found when I do that, new opportunities open up. The impact of clearing the decks and giving, essentially what you're doing is giving yourself permission to focus on something other than the reason that you can't accomplish this, right? You're giving yourself permission to come up with a new idea. You're clearing the decks. You're clearing sort of a path to accomplish something that before you were just stuck. That's what that step is about. I was really concerned as I wrote this. I worked on it a over and over and over to make sure you understood, like I'm not saying that the fact that you won't have health insurance if you quit your job is an excuse instead of a reason. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying for this exercise, give yourself permission to open up a space. This kind of reminds me a little bit about when I, when I learned the experience I had when I learned to whitewater kayak, I was with the guy that was teaching me on the snake river in Wyoming. And we were going down, and he kept emphasizing this. And I didn't totally understand it. He was like, when you get to the rapids, don't focus on the rocks. Focus on the space between the rocks. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, of course. Like, What do you mean don't focus on the rocks? I'm going to be looking at the rocks to make sure I miss them. Right? And we all know the moral of the story. It's the same as tree skiing, right? If you focus on the trees when you're skiing through trees you will surely hit them. If you focus on the rocks while you're kayaking, you will surely hit them. If you focus on the space between, that's where you'll go. And this is just a little trick, if you will, mental trick that you can play on yourselves to allow yourself to focus on the the opportunity instead of what may or may not be a legitimate reason. Now, let me just say one more thing. I'm going to put this is kind of hard medicine and it's directed mainly to myself. I have almost always found that those reasons really are excuses for me. i almost, and here's how I know somebody else. And I got lots of emails like this. I got lots of emails from, from two different people outlining a very similar situation and they made drastically different choices. So how could it be? It's really, it's at least interesting that two people can be kind of facing the same almost exact same situation. Like I want to quit my job and I don't have health insurance. I'm just picking on that one because it's top of mind, right? I, but I could give you example after example that came to me in email. I want to quit my job. Don't have health insurance. Two different people, same situation. One person figures something out and the other person doesn't. Now that may be financial resources, family. I, I don't know, but it's at least interesting to ask the question, Hey, is this really, a reason, or is it just a place for me to hide? Is it just a place for me to hide? And that's what the idea of clearing the decks and just calling them all excuses gently and patiently—that's what that's about. I hope that helps. You know, I love hearing from you. I don't know if you know this, but my favorite place to interact with listeners is via email. I I, I find it much more effective and intimate and rewarding than any other place. You follow me on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, that's great. But please don't hesitate to reach out via email. The email address to use I read every single one of them is hello at behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. And for that huge group of you that live outside the United States, behavior is spelled without a U. That's just behavior I-O-R, right? I-O-R instead of, instead of with a U. <laughs> Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon.